All right, guys, we are back with episode three of What's My Line. I am your host, Chris Lemchie, and that intro was provided to you guys from Dashboard Confessional. You might remember that song, Vindicated, from, which in my opinion is the best Spider-Man, or the best live-action Spider-Man movie ever, Spider-Man 2. Um, me and Chris talked about this movie last week, and I rewatched it again. It still holds up. I still think it's amazing. All this stuff with Doc Ock is awesome. Yeah, the Mary Jane stuff can get can get a little bit too much, but it, to me, it doesn't matter. The movie still holds up. It's awesome. Um, before I get into part two of my interview with Chris, I just want to say thank you guys so much for listening to these past two episodes. I've gotten great feedback, uh, great comments, and great downloads. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you guys so much. I've been wanting to do this, like I said, for such a long time. And it's, it's kind of, it was so nerve-wracking to put these episodes out, so I'm glad people are listening to it. I'm glad people are responding to it. And yeah, I've gotten like, you know, bad comments as well, too, which is good. You know, any any feedback, I welcome it. So whether it be positive or negative, just let me know how the show's going. And yeah, and as, as the show builds on, we'll get better and better. Um, I also saw It Chapter 2 this past weekend. And I didn't hate it, but it's definitely way too long. You could have easily cut out about maybe 30 to 45 minutes of the film and while it, it would still have its problems it would to me it would at least flow a little better like when the adults return to dairy it's a it's a long return we just kind of stick in dairy for a long time before we even get to like facing the clown again so yeah uh, i would still recommend watching it um i maybe you'll like it maybe you'll like the length but to me i if like i said it's not bad i just i was kind of meant on it but again with the original It miniseries, I wasn't really too big on the adult part of the of the two-parter. Like, to me, the adults was the, was always the least interesting interesting part of the story. So, I mean, there's really not much you can kind of add on to it. So, like, Andy Muschietti does a good job with his actors. Like, Bill Hader, like many of you have heard, is amazing in the film, as well as the guy who plays the adult Eddie as well, too. So, again, check out the movie. I really hope it does well, because... I like that director, and I want him to do The Flash, um, so I want Warner Brothers to kind of stick with this guy, so yeah, uh, definitely check out the episode, and yeah, without any further ado, I'm just going to just jump right into part two of my conversation about Spider-Man with uh, Chris Riley, and this part we're talking about the Mark Webb Spider-Man movie, the Mark Webb Amazing Spider-Man movies, the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies, as well as the Sony Disney split, and a little bit of what the MCU is going to do without Spider-Man, so I hope you guys enjoyed. I had a, such a good time talking about this with Chris. I really hated to cut this in part in two parts, but it makes it easier. So yeah, here's part two, guys. Enjoy. Hey, when they first announced the reboot, what was your thought process on it? Uh, because it because what? Because three came out in 07, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, three was 07. And the reboot was 12? The reboot, yeah, 12, the same year as uh, Dark Knight. Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, oh, Dark Knight Rises. Um, so, uh, yeah, Amazing Spider-Man. I, I thought it was, I thought it was, I thought it was cool. I was like, okay. So, because I, I remember I, I saw like the initial like stuff for it, and I was like, okay, so they're gonna do Ultimate Spider-Man. I like they're calling it Amazing Spider-Man, but they're gonna do Ultimate Spider-Man, which is fine. Like, we're gonna do kind of younger Peter. We're gonna do like high school. We're gonna do um, his aunt isn't gonna be like, the traditional one because in Ultimate she's like, I mean. It's 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 her. It's his aunt, so it's about the same age as his parents. So she's not like a, a grandma age like um, Rosemary Harris was. And I thought Sally Fields was fine. So like, okay, cool. like this is good. Like I, I can deal with this. It's gonna be its own thing. We're gonna do high school, and they're doing Gwen Stacy. Like I'm 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 all for it. They're gonna tell a completely different story because I just didn't want the same story again. Mm-hmm. And you kept marketed it as the untold story. Right, yeah, they were like, they were like, yeah, no, we're gonna do, we're gonna do stuff that like that we that we've never shown before. This could be brand new stuff, and and like I said, they they really made a statement when they were like, we're doing Gwen Stacy. And I was like, okay, well, like they, yeah. they brought back the 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 web shooters. It wasn't organic organic webs anymore. Yes. Oh, and it, it makes sense too. Like he developed some, like he he stole the tech a little bit. Which I I'm not like a huge fan of, but I get why they can't be like. And Peter's a genius, and he designed his own web fluid. So I was like, okay, it's like it's like it was like towing wire or something. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Like this is like they gave it, they brought it like 
they did like the um like the oh it's in the real world thing like oh this is what it would be like if like someone got spider powers all of a sudden like they would have to like figure out how to do this if they weren't if they couldn't develop their own so yeah and i like the costume a lot in that one too especially in the first one when you when you first watch it and then when you walk it out through is did you like it immediately or did you kind of think it was a week compared to the Raimi movies uh, I mean, I was just excited. I was just excited I got to see another Spider-Man movie. In all honesty, um, I I liked it. I I got to screen it because I was at I was at um the theater at the time, and so I screened the first Amazing Spider-Man movie, and I walked out. And I was like, yeah, that was that was, that was good. The, the the villain was a little weird, but I mean, it was it was. I liked Andrew Garfield as as Spider-Man. I liked like his version of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So I was fine with it. Walking out it wasn't. Wasn't wasn't great. Wasn't bad. It's kind of like it was kind of an okay movie. It's right in the middle of my list. I think it's on the lower end of the list now, but it was like right in the middle of the time. I was like, it's around like it's around like Spider-Man one quality. I was like, this is an okay movie. Yeah, I recently rewatched it, and it's not. It yeah, it's it's fine. There's like there's clearly some flaws in it. Yeah, Lizard's plan is weird. Make, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, I like uh, Dennis Leary's Captain Stacy. Uh, Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield, their chemistry is off the charts as well in that movie, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it, it was fine. Uh, I liked, and I, it, it sucks they just dropped this in the sequel, but I liked the the running theme of Peter just, like, continually trying to find who killed Uncle Ben, because it's never resolved in the, in the movie. The movie ends, he's still looking for the guy who killed Uncle Ben. Yeah, which, is, which was fine, because it was like, yeah, because that was... Because like they solved it like in the first like they solved it. That was a five minute fix up in uh, the first Spider Man movies, but then they retconned it anyway, so it didn't matter. Maybe they want to mess it up again. Maybe maybe they were saving it for the uh, the secret agent uh, Aunt May movie. Whatever that movie is supposed to come, they're gonna she, Aunt May was gonna figure she's gonna crack the case finally. You know the other thing too. I don't like that the in the Amazing Spider Man movie they don't because they, you know we've seen this the the Raimi films. They don't want to copy everything, but like, just say when with with great, with great power comes great responsibility. Them trying to like dance around that phrase was just so uncomfortable. Oh yeah, because they said something else. Because that's because that's not what the that's not what the phrase is in the comics either. Because that that's like a shortened version of it, but like everyone knows the movie version of it. Like the real version was like, um, like when you have great power, um, you have a responsibility. Or you have like the you have like the duty to have great responsibility. It's like really long because it it was written. It's like in the first comic book, so it's like sixty two or sixty three when it was written. But it's like really like long winded, so they shortened it for the movies. And then yeah, and then Amazing Spider Man was like, well, we're gonna we're gonna make it even shorter. And it's like, why well, you can't make this shorter? Well, it's just weird because they just dance around like uh, Martin Sheen's just like saying, you know, Peter, responsibility and stuff, and then like yeah, uh, just, just say the line, just say it. <laughs> Just, just say the line, get shot. Yeah, just just say the line, and then go outside. We have a gunman waiting for you. Yeah, <laughs> you're Martin. because like he's going to get milk, right? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I think I don't know. I know Peter storms out. I think he's out looking for Peter, isn't he? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then Peter just yeah, it's the robber that Peter just lets get a <laughs> lets rob the store of milk, and that's the guy who kills Ben. Yeah. Oh yeah, because he's because he's looking for the the dude with the one tattoo or something. Because mm-hmm. that's that that the, that one scene where he's like, "Oh no, knife is my one weakness." That's what he's like looking for. Because he he lifts up like his like sleeve because he's like a it's like a star or something. It's like a, it's almost like the Volcom symbol. He has that on his arm. Before we uh, get into the sequel, I want to ask you this question: Do you like the scene with the cranes? It's no, I mean, I don't know. It's okay. It's, I, I like that he's like, oh, I'm injured. And I like that he's like, he like, he, he like stabbed or something. And he like webs up his leg. And I was like, yeah, like he's just like, he's just like, no, I got to get this done. Uh, the crane thing's kind of weird. I don't really get it. There's buildings there. He would have been fine. Couldn't think of another way for him to get across the city in time. Like, yeah, there's buildings. It's New York, for God's sakes. Yeah, like, hey, you could use the buildings, or you could use these, like, really, like, thin rods and try and, like, hope you hit your target. It's like, <laughs> like I imagine it like a, 
Like imagine if you're playing like the Spider-Man game and they're like, okay, you gotta only hit the cranes. Like you gotta make sure you aim like correctly and only hit cranes. Like what do you do if you miss? Like oh sh- shoot, we killed Spider-Man. <laughs> Probably should just let him swing on the buildings. <laughs> Alright, well, so Amazing Spider-Man comes out, and we both kind of feel okay. So then two years later, we get the Amazing Spider-Man 2, and this is where we ooh, have ooh, vastly different what a, what a good movie. I hate this movie with a passion, and you you don't love it. You you, you admit that you don't love it, but you don't think it's a no. bad movie. No, I don't think it's a bad movie. I, it's a bad movie. It's like, I like parts of it. I really like parts of it, and it kind of outweighs the bad for me. What's, what's the parts of it you do like? Uh, I'll, everything. If you cut out, so I already said it. it's like if you took if you took the Amazing Spider-Man two, and you cut out, um, Electro, and and Goblin, and and Rhino, and you just you just made a movie without the three of them in it, it would be a good movie. But all three of them are in the movie for some stupid reason, so it's a bad movie. Because all the goblin stuff's just dumb, but I like him in the movie. He like they, I like the way they wrote Spider-Man in that movie. Like he's like witty and he has banter, which is like um, what I liked in like Civil War when they, which I'm like skipping ahead a little bit. When they when they um, when they introduce Holland, like he's like real bantery in, in Civil War, and I like that. Like I like when they're like quippy, quippy, quippy. Yeah, that's a word. Yeah, so that, I like I like that about him, and that's how he is in that movie. Like he's like he's real like fun and loose and stuff. And then I also I do like the Gwen Stacy scene at the end. Um, I don't know if everybody does. I thought the little like spider, the little like web hand thing was weird, but I do like that. Like they like they did it. Like they did the Gwen Stacy story. Like I did not expect them to actually like pull the trigger on it. Yeah, but they didn't do it well. Um... Yeah. It just here's why I don't like that. Here's why I don't like the movie. Too many villains. Why is Rhino in the movie? Why, right. like you said, why is Electra in the movie? Why is Harry in the movie? It's these are all like singular movies that you could do, but this this movie again is serving way too many masters. They wanted Sony wanted to make this big cinematic universe based off the Sinister Six. We got to set that movie up. Uh, it may have a little subplot of like going to nursing school. Um, P- Peter finds out. <laughs> Peter finds out plot details from reading a, from watching the news. That scene was like, "Oh, Harry, my best friend." It's like you have never mentioned him until, <laughs> till right now. Some friend. True. I think he's still using Bing in that movie too. Yeah, like exactly. surfing. <laughs> like Spider, like Amazing Spider-Man uses Bing. Everyone else uses Google, but no, nah, not not Sony, not Sony characters. And then, and going back to villain plans, so you, you first of all you cast Chris Cooper as Norman Osborn, which is great casting, and then you immediately just kill him off. <laughs> just so like, all right, see ya, Chris, get out of here. Here's yeah. your paycheck. <laughs> so you can, then like uh, Norman tells Harry that like you know the disease that he has is hereditary; it's going to happen to him. But like Norman lived to be like pretty pretty good age. So, like, Harry's, like, saying, oh, I'm going to die soon. Like, dude, your dad lived a while. You have time. <laughs> yeah, and I don't – yeah, he's, like – because he's, like, he's like, my dad never found a cure. And it's, like, yeah, but, like, he found some some way to, like, kind of keep the, like, thing – like, your goblin hand down. That's that's such a weird scene, too, when he's, like – um when he, like, grabs Harry and he's, like, the goblin hand. I was, like – because I thought – I was, like, oh, my God. It is Ultimate Comics, and they're going to do, like, the real goblin where he's, like, a big, like – he looks like the Hulk. I was like, yeah, they're going to do it. And then they didn't. They were just like, all right, he's right, he's got spiky hair now, and he's on a glider. And it's like, okay, yes, whatever. Gosh. And then the the scene of, like, that one random guy walking through the Oscarp uh, Hall of Easter Eggs. Oh, you see oh, like, the yeah, vulture yeah. wing, the octopus tentacles. It's like, dude, get out of here with that. The, 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 the Sinister Six hallway. Yeah. I, think, I think the reason, like, I mean, it's not great. But it's Sony, so I don't really know what you expect. But I, th- I when I watched that movie, and like years later, I kind of thought about it more. It's like that movie could have been the Iron Man two of like the Spider Man universe, and like it's not really like a great movie, but like it kind of sets, it kind of pushes everything forward, which is what I was fine with. It was like, 
we're going to do Sinister Six. And I was like, yes, like I'm fine with a Sinister Six movie. And then you make Spider-Man the villain of it. So like it's about them and you make them trying to beat Spider-Man. Like I'd be fine with that. But then they then there was no more movies because it did terrible in theaters. So well, but before we get to the box office, we'll also talk about how I remember Shailene Woodley was casted as Mary Jane, and I think yeah. some of her scenes have kind of leaked online. But they just immediately they just completely take credit of the film, and they were going to save her for the potential third movie that never happened. Well, amazing Spider-Man three, <laughs> yeah. I, and she was good. She was good too. I was fine with her casting. That was great. Shailene Woodley so was like. Because like that happened, and the Allegiant second movie never came out. I was like, "Oh, poor Shailene Woodley." Oh yeah. Oh, she got directed to DVD, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So which basically it's just it might as well have not gotten released, unfortunately. Yeah, she and like it. it yeah, because at the time she was kind of like she was kind of on the up and up, and then like it seemed like all of it came crashing really quick. She's on um she's on HBO show now. Yeah, she bounced back. Like we're saying, Felicity Jones as uh, Felicia Hardy, that would have been good too. There's like, there's stuff that like I could see where they're trying to go, but they just crammed it all into this movie, and that's why it doesn't work. Yeah, they they for sure messed it up. They were like, they they tried to do, they 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 Icarus themselves. They flew too close to the sun, and their wings melted, and then they had to reboot it again, and they had to use Disney's help the third time. Because they're like, oh no, we can't, we can't do it. They're like, ah, oh, but there's, there's so much good pieces in there. I don't know if they, if you were to rewrite <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man two, you wish they would have continued on with it. Or, I mean, granted, we did get a good result. <sighs> no, Disney, but I do like you wish they would continue off it. No, yeah, I, I mean, at the time, I was like, I mean, they should continue this. I don't know why. Like, just make another movie. Like, just make one more. And they were like, they had at the time, they were like, we're gonna make a Venom movie. And I was like, ah, that's, that's not what I meant. But I mean, whatever. Like is Andrew Garfield going to be in it? And then, like, they were like, Andrew Garfield's been fired. And I was like, oh, no, I guess I guess not. I guess he's not going to be in it. because Amazing Spider-Man, it's not a... Again, it's a critical failure, but financially, it still breaks over $700 million, but it's way down from the the first Amazing Spider-Man. So you Sony does see the, like, the, the downtrends coming. So yeah, they yeah. decided to, like... Okay, let's just scrap this and let's talk with, let's start having talks with Kevin Feige and let's see what, what we can do to kind of fi- quote unquote fix our Spider-Man problem, and then that's yeah. where we get Tom Holland, where we get Civil War with Tom Holland, right? Which I I like I like Tom Holland a lot. I'm I think he's a really I think he's really really good as Peter and Spider-Man. He also has a lot better scripts to work with though too. I think. Yeah, which, yeah. Is, he's, which more, is, he's, he's more to play with than the other two did. Yeah, and and he got and he kind of well, he got to he got to play in the sandbox of like the MCU too, yeah. where it was like we're gonna throw you in Civil War and like it's like you don't have to be the main character like you don't need to sell this movie like previous Spider Man did and then they had him in um was Homecoming the next movie after that after Civil War this movie yeah. yeah and he was in Homecoming and then he was in Infinity and Endgame and then now he's in Far From Home and so it's like. You got like a progression. Like he didn't like it wasn't like, hey, we have to sell Spider Man. It's like everyone wants to see Spider Man. Like, we don't care. They could have thrown anyone in there and we would have been like, Yeah, but Holland's Holland's uh is it is, oh, I like I like Holland a lot. Because <laughs> people keep saying, Oh, far from home wouldn't make would have made wouldn't have made a billion dollars without uh the MCU influence. I think Civil War doesn't make a billion dollars without Spider Man in it. Maybe I don't know. It, it, it's it's a really it was a good relationship. Like it, it was good. It's good on both ends. <sighs> then well, the, before uh, we the, <laughs> the divorce of the place, so let's, let's start at the beginning. Yeah. So okay. we, we Civil War. And uh-huh. I, yeah, he's fantastic in Civil War. The second he's on the screen, you immediately fall in love with him. The mm-hmm. the banter that he does during the airport fight is awesome, and it makes you it gives you that little taste of like okay, I want to see more of this kid. So yeah. we get into Homecoming, and I, Homecoming is one of my favorite Spider-Man movies. I don't know where it ranks on your list, but I think they did the work that they did. Homecoming is awesome. Yeah, I like Homecoming. I, I've I've rewatched it um, first time watching like cold take. Um, I didn't like that um, Robert Downey Jr. was in the movie. I was not a fan of that choice. 
Um, but after seeing after seeing Endgame and everything, I get why he was in the movie, and I'm completely fine with it now. At the time, why didn't you like it? Because I, I, I was just like, they like, like I remember like all the trailers and everything for it, and it showed like Iron Man like flying through the city and like Spider Man swinging next to him. I was like, dude, like you don't need you don't need the MCU to sell this movie. Like we all want to see a Spider Man movie. Like we all saw Civil War. I promise you. Like it's good. I get I get that they did that because they were like, hey, you know the those movies that we've been making that you guys really like. We'll come see our new one. This character you already love. It's like. But I, like, yeah, like I, I was, I was excited about the Spider-Man movie. I was like, you don't need a lot of MCU ties. You can have a thing like the, um, like the Vulture being on the cleanup crew for the attack on New York. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like that's that's a nice that's a that's a neat little thing. Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't need Iron Man. Tonight. The way introduced the Vulture that he's it's again it's it's a very grounded take on um, the world that they live in. He he was the guy on the cleanup crew, and then. The system just screwed him over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, it's 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 nice. Like it's it's like a hey, there's a reason why he's mad. And they gave um, they did that with they did that with the two Spider-Man villains, which they don't they don't do that with everyone. And I don't really understand why. Like there's there's issues in other movies where like like why are you here? And it's like uh, because I want to. And it's like okay, I guess like yeah, yeah, no, that's he has my, good motivation. That's why the villains don't work in Mark Webb's movies because they're just bad for for no reason at all. Like Electro is, oh, he, he's decided to be a bad guy. Harry decides to be a bad guy. Uh, we don't know no, enough about Rhino, and then Lizard just just goes crazy. Whereas like the Raimi films and these new Spider movies, you give they give you reason why they are the way they are. You you kind of root for them in a sense, but you still realize that they're they are the bad guys. But they they're not bad just for the sake of being bad. Right, like they they have actual motivations which again like that that's not that's not a thing in every single that's not even really a thing in every single um like superhero movie it's not just it's just not just marvel exclusive but that's something that's like like vulture's also one of my favorite villains in the whole in the whole series so far so he might my he might be my favorite spider-man villain i don't know he's good i might keep soaked in the movie they connect him to like Peter's like story is just so brilliantly done. That scene where Peter opens the door and just he, there he is. You you fir- you first think oh oh crap he found him, but it's like oh he's the, he's yeah, your he's... girlfriend's dad. <laughs> God, I like I oh man, I always feel so like crappy about that too because I'm like I didn't expect that, but like I don't know why I would, but like I did not see that twist coming at all. You because you you go in thinking okay this is Liz Allen but she's actually Liz Toomes, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it was. It's like it's like it's like it's Liz Allen, and then you see her mom and 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 she's black and her mom's black. And I'm like okay, like you know, like it's you know it's Liz Allen. This is who they are. And then yeah, you see that it's like she's Liz Toomes and her dad's white. And I was like oh I, I didn't not see that coming, and I always feel like a crappy person because I didn't guess it. But that's a, that's such a good twist because they like. They're like they're like going way off to the left, and then they're like now turn right really quick, and it works. And then that's that car scene that been building up, where like you see it in in Keaton's eyes, where he's just like slowly picking up. Okay, oh, you and Spider Man are close. Oh, you know, uh, you know Tony Stark. All right, and it's like he when he tells uh, Liz to get out of the car, then he he immediately goes from like the quirky girlfriend's dad to like I'm gonna kill you, kid. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it, dude, Michael Keaton. He's he's so good in that scene too, because he just it, it's like it shows his uh like he's he's a lot of range. Well, and he has I think he has a lot of range, but I'm also kind of I'm a big Michael Keaton fan, so. But yeah, he's like he went he went from like he went from just like being like this like okay yeah like oh you have fun at the dance now listen here and I was like oh god what <laughs> what you figured it out already that's so quick. And you and I buy it too because it makes sense. Because when it's like, "Hey, you're always you're really close to Spider-Man. Hmm, your your arm hurts. That's funny because I like broke Spider-Man's arm." And it's like, "Man, you can give it away, man. Don't do it." And I, I like too, like again, it's that connection. He sees Peter as he sees Peter as like it's Peter's him, but without the like. He's the younger version of what he was before. Like he's that scene where they're talking before uh, he puts the vulture suit on. When Peter goes to confront him, he, he tells like, "Hey, you're just 
we're just like we're, we're we're like each other. We're just two middle class guys trying to get by. Whereas I've been screwed by the system, and you haven't yet. But guys like your friend Tony Stark will eventually will eventually screw you over. Right. Yeah. And it's and um the whole scene with the um because he he drops the he drops like the the building on him or whatever, and that's in um oh I'm like. I like know Spider-Man comics, but I'm not like 100 percent sure. It's like it's in the first like 50 issues, though. I think it's like issue yeah, it's 10. Like one of those famous panels of him like saying, "You know, I am Spider-Man." Just lifts the building up. Yeah, and it's it's um it's Ock that drops him on him in the comics. Um, and he's going by the name the Master Planner, and he like he like gets to a building and he's like I'm, he's like I can't figure out who the Master Planner is, and then the building just explodes, and the all of it just comes crashing down on top of him. And he's like thinking about like if I die here, like no one's gonna ever save Aunt May because I think she's sick at the time. Mm-hmm. He's like no one's ever gonna save her, and I'm gonna have failed everybody. And yeah, and they like recreated it. And I was like, this, this, this is a pretty good scene. Like this is this is it. This is how the comic was. You know, and the thing too I like about the the final like battle is you mentioned how you didn't like Robert Downey or Tony Stark in the film. I was having an issue with it because. Tony made a suit. The suit did everything for him. It was kind of re- removing Peter's like character, in my opinion, is removing his intelligence because like Peter's a smart kid. He he should you know be able to figure some of the stuff out. But they, oh no, the suit will tell you what to do. Whereas so Tony takes away the suit and the whole like oh you're, if you don't if you're nothing with or if you need the suit then you're nothing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He goes back to his original suit and it sh- it kind of restores my faith in the film. It's like okay, Peter is still. You take away the suit, he's still Spider-Man. Like this, this is not something that just the suit will do everything for him. Peter is still capable of being the guy. Yeah, and that's and that's that's something they that they never really had to mess around with. It's like, like everything's him. Like it's and that was that was cool because it's like he is his own character. Like he doesn't need the MCU. He doesn't need he doesn't need Iron Man. He doesn't need everybody. He's the new little Tony Stark. Yeah, he's he's Peter. He's Peter Parker. Yeah, he's like his own character. Yeah, and it's like cool. Like you're like I'm glad because if I didn't know who Spider Man was, that would have sold me on the character. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like yeah, if you were just going in like like if you were a kid, so your first Spider Man movie. Yeah, that would have just completely sold you. Okay, this is who Spider Man is. Yeah, and yeah, and I like Holland a lot. Like I said, so it's it's I'm excited. I'm excited for more movies. I don't care. Did you- <laughs> I don't, I don't like the whole Michelle MJ thing. And if you no. notice how in Far From Home they don't call her Michelle, she's just MJ. I everyone complained. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't like. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's out of no, it's out of nowhere that the end of the movie. Oh, my friends call me MJ. It's it's similar to me. To me, it's similar to the whole Robin and Dark Knight Rises thing. I <laughs> do that. That was. Do you don't like that twist? That that's that that spicy twist at the end of the Dark Knight Rises. That's Robin. Yeah, that's just trouble. <laughs> Christopher Nolan. Why don't you go by your real name, Robin? <laughs> yeah, that's, just, it, that's be, being too cute like that. It's just it's it never works. It's stupid. Just just have him be yeah. Have him be Dick Grayson. Have her just be Mary Jane. Why? Oh, let's just make her Michelle just to kind of fool people. But no, it's MJ. I think it's because like they casted her and everyone was like, "So is she gonna be MJ?" And they were like, "No, no, 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 no! It's not MJ. You guys are dumb. Like, shut up. You guys are stupid. It's not MJ." And everyone was like, "But like, it's it's MJ, right? Like, it's it's gonna be MJ." And they're like, "No, no, no, no! You're wrong. It's 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 Michelle. Is Michelle's her name?" And everyone's like, "Michelle? Who? There's no Michelle in the comics. Is it MJ?" And they're like, "No, no, no, no! It's not MJ. You guys are dumb." And then, like, they're like, "Oh, like my friends call me MJ," and it's like the MCU was like. Like gotcha, like we we got you good. It's like no, you didn't. You didn't fool any of us. Like we all knew it was MJ. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just I think cause I, another thing. I I think that they want to distance themselves from the other movies. Okay, we already saw Mary Jane. We already saw Gwen Stacy. So we let's just make a let's just say we're making a new character, even though she's pretty much just going to be Mary Jane. And then and then be like, but but like it's Mary Jane. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so after after homecoming, and we'll, we'll briefly talk about Infinity War and Endgame. Um, yeah, so he's in he's in Infinity War, um, goes to space, and then he doesn't feel so good, and he does stuff. The use of Spider-Man in that movie is awesome. The scene where he's like, 
dusting always just gets me because he, he knows people always coming. say, oh, why, why does uh, Peter have the longer death scenes? Like, well, it's a spider sense telling him, oh, there's no, something's coming, something's coming, something's coming for me. I mean, people, people that complain that's like, well, why didn't Spider-Man, like, dude, he's the face of Marvel. I don't know what to tell you. Like him and Wolverine are like the two big ones. Yeah. Like everyone can pretend like Iron Man is, but like ten years ago, no one cared about Iron Man. Yeah. Like before that first movie came out, like I remember when I was like, "They're making an Iron Man movie," and I was like, "That's that's weird, but okay, I guess that works." Like it was good, but yeah, it's like, dude, it's it's Spider Man's the face of Marvel. Like when you say Marvel, most people think, "Oh, Spider Man." Yeah, just like DC and Batman, or Superman. I don't know. I would say Batman, but. Yeah, like yeah, he's the, he's the face. Like yeah, he has spider sense and everything, but he's also the face. Like they just got him, and they're being like they're being like cheeky, and they're being like we're killing him off. And it's like okay, guys, whatever you say. Yeah, which kind of <laughs> sucks too. Cause I, I get they had to promote the the movie, but the trailer for Far From Home just comes out six months later. It's like huh, yeah, well, what's gonna happen? They they actually were really tight lipped on Far From Home though. Like they because I remember I remember Holland post that video. He's like, he's like, yeah, I got the new script, and he like flips it around, and it says like Spider-Man: Far From Home. And he's like, uh, he's like, I don't really know what this movie's about because I'm dead, but whatever. <laughs> and I, yeah, I remember hearing about how like some of the ex- they had to like some like some scenes were written for characters that that would you know obviously would spoil Endgame, but so they had they had to like write around that like there are like certain scenes that wouldn't you know spoil. In game, because because you, you know casting sides leak and all that sort of like script. There could be script leaks, so they had to like be careful mapping out that movie. We heard about like the the end game stuff, like how like they like let them go into a room by themselves without their phones, and yeah. they had like five hours, and they were allowed to read the script, and that's all they were allowed to do. And then the whole like the funeral scene, they told them it's going to be a wedding, and yep, which is which is which is crazy because it's like you like watch that scene, like everyone looks sad. And so they were probably like, <laughs> they were probably like, cool. Cause I mean, I wonder if they were just like, we're killed. Like, this is going to be like Black Widow's funeral. Like, I wonder if they did that. Yeah. I don't, I don't really believe the wedding thing. Cause yeah, when you watch it, it seems like how, how can you not tell this is like a funeral? Right. But yeah. So it, he comes back at Endgame, five years have passed. And then now we're at Far From Home. And you think Far From Home is the best Spider-Man movie? Is that, is that That's a. Lineup. Spider-Verse is still the best one. No, yeah, I like yeah, Spider-Verse is awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like Far From Home. I liked it a lot. I like Jake Gyllenhaal um, as Mysterio because they're, they're – am I allowed to – I don't know how much I'm allowed to talk about this movie. How long has it been out now? Let's just say this now. If, anyone, if people listening, we are going to spoil Far From Home. The movie made a billion dollars. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, when I think it makes when I think when I think a movie makes a billion dollars, that means I think the majority of people have seen it. So let's just go go start talking about it. You got like BC said though, the internet's mean. You got to remember that. Uh, I'll screw the internet. <laughs> <laughs> um, there, there's that, there's that one scene though, um, when Masir is using the illusions on on Peter. And he keeps like changing costumes, and he's like in the house, and he ends up getting hit by the train at the end. Like that scene started, and I was like, "Oh my god, they did the weird Mysterio stuff!" Like I'm so excited right now. Like they did it. They did the like that's what I wanted. I wanted, and I was like, I want to see like weird like Doctor Strange level stuff with illusions, and they could do it. And I was like, but they gotta like they gotta commit to it and like make it weird, and they did. And that's that's my favorite scene in the whole movie. That when he's like getting chased around and everything. Yeah, no, that's that's my favorite scene. Just the Mysterio illusion. They they pull off Mysterio for live action is so perfectly. It's like this is what what a live action Mysterio should have been. Jake Gyllenhaal's awesome. And again, we go back to the whole villains. I like that he he likes Peter. He doesn't want to kill him. That that scene where he's talking to his henchmen is like Peter Parker's blood's gonna be on your hands. Yeah, and and he and he tells the people too. He's like, he's like, we can't kill the kid. He's like, he's or he's like, he's like, I hate to do it. I but like, I don't want to kill the kid. And I was like, yeah, like, and and that's another thing where it's like, it's kind of like Vulture, where it's like the villain's personable, and it's it's also it's like it's like the stuff with um, the Raimi movies too, where it's like 
you know, it's his best friend's dad, and then it's his like his idol, and then they tried to like shoehorn it in the third one. They were like, it's his uncle's killer, and it's like whatever, <laughs> get out of here. That's not the same. Yeah, no, yeah, and, they made this. Oh yeah, it's personal because it's that it's that surrogate father coming in after you lose your own. You know, like he lost his mentor in. Well, first, you know, he loses Uncle Ben, and he gets his new mentor in Tony in Tony Stark. Yeah. And then Tony's gone, and he's he's looking for that new guy to look up to, and he thinks it's going to be this Mysterio character, mm-hmm. which is yeah. <laughs> and then and then he lost the whole MCU, and now he has to find a new father figure <laughs> in Sony. Well, yeah. Um, so a couple more things about Far From Home. I do I do like the movie a lot. The the post credits save Nick Fury's characterization for, in the film for me because oh. like the entire time. I kept thinking Nick Fury would not be this stupid. Yeah, I was kind of wondering about that too, because like, um, there's there's like there's like there's like a couple things like um, they I don't understand how he like fell for Mysterio, like like you didn't you didn't like put him through a test or anything. Like I feel like they've always tested like the Avengers and stuff. They've never just like been like, oh, you're a superhero. Okay, that's cool. You want to come into a to- top secret government facility? Like what? Okay, yeah, whatever it's, you said. And the way they explain in the film, it's like how, like you know, I've I've been gone for five years and still kind of try to get my feet wet. It's like no, Nick Fury would still, you would know, know something would be well, something was up. Yeah. Well, so um, who is it? Okay, so there's this YouTube channel that's called How It Should Have Ended, and they do like alternate endings for movies. And they did exactly what I was thinking, and they animated it on there. But what it was is like, um, Tony, or like Spider-Man has those glasses on, and he's looking at Mysterio, and he's like, you know what? I don't really want the glasses. Um, I should transfer ownership to you. And he's like, oh, you gotta do it by voice command. And he puts it on, and he looks at him, and he's like, I want to transfer ownership to like Quentin Beck. And they're like, Quentin Beck, designer of the Barf system, former Stark employee like terminated without like because of like this this and this reason and then he like looks at the bar and it's like hollow drones detected <laughs> it was like yeah like i would think the glasses would be able to detect all that stuff yeah it was, <laughs> it was just like quietly put that on the <laughs> yeah because they're like um they like it, it i don't know I just, I just don't get how he has like these like government glasses that can like send missiles from space but like you couldn't tell there was hollow bots around yeah, I don't know. That's I, I saw the video too of like if there's the part in the animation where like Peter just like puts his hand through this, the uh, elemental. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, hey, what's going on? Whoa, why are you a ghost? <laughs> oh man! So yeah, we got far from home, and then far from home ends with Mysterio revealing to the world that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Told to us by none other than Jake Kid Simmons as Joey Jonas Jameson again. What did you think when you saw that mid-credits scene? Dude, I didn't believe it. I was like, I was like, no way, because because they were like the Daily Bugle, and I was like, okay. And then it was like Jay, like Jay Jonas Jameson. I was like, what is that? J.K. Simmons? What is he doing here? Because I thought I thought there was no way. I was like, there's no way he's gonna come back. He's tied up with DC now because he was Commissioner Gordon. I was like, there's no way they can't. They're not gonna be able to get him back. But I, I, that's awesome. Like I, I, he's the best part of the Raimi trilogy. Like I'm, I, I mean, except for me, and Melina. But he's, he's, he's great. I love, I love him and that. I, I like the, the little, even if they don't ever use him again. Like it's cool. It's like okay, cool. We've got J. Jonah Jameson. It's like duh, J. Jonah Jameson. And I like the way that they used him because they, they modernized him because he, he was like the Alex Jones uh, kind of style of a J. Jonah Jameson, which is how <laughs> I think it would be today. Yeah. Like the Infowars. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> yeah, he, yeah, they brought him. They brought him forward, which is which is awesome because he's not here. Yeah, he's not running like a newspaper. It's like a news show, and he just. And they did the same thing with the game too, where Jonah is a. Um, the uh, he's the like, radio. Yeah, he's like a radio or a podcast or something. Like, yeah, he's like uh, he's like he's like just audio now, and that's it. Yeah, so that happens, and then. It leaves us in a little bit of a cliffhanger, and then it all just kind of blows up with this Sony Disney deal. Yeah, it. Um, I don't know. I don't even know where to like. 
I don't know what okay, they're going to So, let's start. So, the deal finally got revealed that Sony would produce the, would produce the movies, uh, do all the financing, the marketing, and but Disney would get the 5% cut of the first day grosses, and that was that was their deal for the past five films. And then they entered, they entered negotiations, and Disney asked for a 50-50 split. But I'm, I'm, man, I'm on Sony's side. I hate to say it. I was on Disney's side at first, but I'm on Sony's side with this. No, yeah, look, uh, like, when you, when you look at it, when you first, like, hear it, you, you immediately think, okay, look, I'm on Disney's side. Because, again, yeah, they have the MCU, and you want to see Spider-Man with these characters. But then when you, like, really look into it, Disney wanting 50-50, and it wasn't just, just for Spider-Man. It was for, like, the other characters as well, too, like Venom, um, Morbius, yeah, yeah. Ken, all them, too. Whereas, like, uh, it kind of Sony over because this or Sony doesn't make didn't make anything from Spider Man was in three movies that made a billion dollars and they only got they only really got anything out of that Far From Home they didn't get anything out of uh, Infinity War or Civil War they they really got it out of Far From Home that's it yeah and. It doesn't make and, and also you have to keep in mind too that like Disney owns Marvel, which means that they get all the marketing, they get all of the like all the all the other stuff. The toys they release, like if if Sony like makes toys for it or if Marvel does, I mean I think Marvel gets all the money from that. I don't think Sony sees any of it. Games too, yeah. And games, yeah, it's like it's like Spider-Man's like a big character and I get it, and it's like because everyone's like, I've seen like all the, because everyone's making jokes about it. And it's like, you know, like Sony has one piece of the pie and Disney has like nine pieces of the pie and they want him to like share half of their piece. And it's like, I get it. Like Disney's a big company, but yeah, 50 50 is way too much. Like if you want a new deal, that's fine. At most 2080, like you can't take 50 of that, like, especially because it's like, you're taking, tw- like you're, you're going to take 20% of the profits for like their solo movies, which is like, yeah, you're overheading them. But really, like Sony's making these movies. Yeah, Sony's putting the money into it. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, like yeah, they need the money back. Like that's how it works. And it's like, and it's like you want them to use their your characters and everything, which is which is fine. But it's like, I don't know. I hope something. I hope something gets resolved because it's it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be weird on both sides. Both series aren't gonna make sense anymore. Like they're both like. I I, I don't necessarily agree with that because. If you look at the Phase Four that we got right now, because I, I thought about this when we were when we were at Comic Con during Hall Age, because I was like thinking, because you know the, the Far From Home just came out, I was trying to figure out where Spider Man would fit into Phase Four before this news, and you have Black Widow, which is going to be a prequel, Eternals, which I think is going to be set in space, Shang Chi is set in Asia, um, Doctor Strange is going to be dealing with the multiverse, and then Thor is going to be a cosmic adventure. Like Spider Man doesn't really. Or like the whole like world, like New York and everything, doesn't really fit into those movies at all. That's fair, but they eventually have to go back to Earth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. Look, when we get to like the like the Black Panthers and the like Ant Man, it's gonna be weird to not event, the next yeah. Avengers movie. Hey, why isn't Spider Man here? Well, you just like I don't know. Like, like what do you? How are you gonna explain that? Like, hey, Tony Stark to, trusted yeah, you. When you really think about it, he didn't really have a relationship with any of the other Avengers. He only really had a relationship with Tony Stark. Yeah, but they, they were trying to tell him that he was like he was going to be the new Avenger. Like, hey, you're the Avenger now. Like, Tony picked who, you. Uh, who said that? The the Scroll Fury said that to him. I mean, because yeah, <laughs> far far from home even says this too. Far from home, far from home. Ask who are the who are even the Avengers now? Yeah, who are the Avengers at this point? Half of them are re- are dead or retired. Hey, only two of them, three of them are dead or retired. I guess Hulk's retired, probably. Yeah, Hulk's probably retired too. Thor is off doing his own thing, and then yeah, in the Haw- Hawkeye's with his family. Like, who are the Avengers now? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I get, I I would assume. Because I think that's what the I think that's what these shows and stuff are going to be for Disney Plus. Because like I would assume Wanda is probably going to be in the new Avengers, and probably they're probably going to bring my Vision. Uh, what's her name's going to be in that show too? 
um, the little kid from um, oh, Marvel. Yeah, Limbo. She's gonna be in there. Um, I don't oh, know. The stuff that you're saying, it's all set up for like years down the line. So I think for now, I, th- I think they'll be fine. The problem is on the Spider-Man aspect of it. It's just gonna be weird to not have like references to the blip or. Obviously, I mean, he did make his new suit at the end of the Far From Home, but it's still weird to not reference any of that or Happy Hogan. Yeah, he can't ever talk to Happy ever again. Ever again. Exactly. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. It's it's going to be weird. It's going to be weird how they do that. I, I don't know. I don't know what Sony's plan is because it's like, it's like, yeah, you don't want to give up because it's like, this is all I have. But at the same time, too, it's like you've also kind of backed yourself in this corner with Spider-Man. Like, what are you supposed to do now? Like, have him fight Venom? Like, whatever. Well, I don't even, I don't even know how he can fight the current or, uh, incarnation of Venom because he's pretty much like an anti-hero. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to fight Carnage. He's going to go down to San Francisco and fight Carnage. Like, oh, I'm yeah. on a school trip. It's, hard. It's, it's interesting to see what they're going to do for their Spider-Man 3. I think you can do a thing where you can introduce... Doc Ock as his new mentor figure. <sighs> it just you have to start the college. Problem, the problem is now his secrets is, is exposed. Yeah, but that really doesn't affect. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know what they're gonna do. I I'm gonna have faith in Sony on this because I mean, why not? I I I, cause I love Tom Holland. I don't want to see them. I don't. Want, I don't think they're going to, but I don't want to see them reboot this thing again. There's no way they're not going to reboot this again. There's no. There's no way they reboot it. I don't. I can't. I can't even imagine a world where they decide to reboot this. Or maybe you know, instead of we keep saying him and uh, Venom, he could always link up with uh, Jared Leto's Morbius. Oh, don't, dude. <laughs> these, these like, these like villain movies are gonna be so silly. Like I was talking about, like Silver and uh, Silver and Black earlier. Like I don't care about that movie. I don't care about Morbius. They're I'm gonna sorry. do the movie as well too, and they're gonna do the what movie? Craven movie. They're doing a Craven movie. I don't know that. Talks. That could be good. That'd be weird. My- those uh, villain movies, it's just taking away potential Spider-Man arcs. Yeah, because like, like, it's like, what are you going to do? Like, you're, okay, like, oh, man, the Venom movie's not good. I'm sorry. I don't like that movie. No, it's, it's not good. I, it's, I will fight this for, I know BC loves it, but I, it's not, it's not a good movie at all. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I just, I don't think it is. I, I, um, I, and I, it, and it was Venom too. Like Venom's had like several runs of comics throughout the years. Like Venom has developed as his own character outside of Spider-Man. Like he's his own thing. People are big Venom fans that may not necessarily like Spider-Man. Like I think even BC said he's like, yeah, like Venom and Darth Vader. Like, like that's one of his favorite characters is Venom. And I just I didn't really think the, the movie sold very well. And if I didn't think that movie sold very well, I'm definitely not going to think a Morbius movie is going to sell very well. <laughs> yeah, Sony's—they're just like I said—they're in this weird place. I um, just curious to see what they're gonna do next. It was weird having this news kind of break before D twenty three, because then it's like that whole like elephant in the room is like, "Hey, you guys gonna talk about Spider Man and what's going on with it?" <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's up with all the promotional materials that still has Spider Man on it? What up uh, with that? I mean, that's, that's what we talked about. How like they own they own Spider Man, so they could do whatever with merchandising. Everything they just don't own the film rights. Yeah, but they had they had um they had um movie Spider Man on like the MCU posters. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I they couldn't change it. I understand that, but it's kind of <laughs> like people were taking pictures and was like, "Oh, there's Spider Man all over the wall," and it's like, "Well, yeah," like they couldn't change it in time. I don't know what to tell you. And also, too, like, people are, like, keep posting uh, what, like, Tom Holland's saying. It's like, I mean, come on, guys. What do you expect him to say? <laughs> he can't say yeah. anything. 
he's contracted for another movie regardless. Like he's not gonna blow up his uh, his spot. Like oh, screw Sony or screw Disney. Like no, he's he's being very professional. He said the whole like, hey, it's been a rough week, but I love you guys all three thousand. He's very and he's being very diplomatic and saying, hey, the next Spider movie is still gonna be cool. Right, which it is. I mean, I I I believe that they can. I believe they can make another. I don't know. I say I, I believe they can make another Spider movie, and then I saw Venom. So, what do I know? They just gotta get the right people involved. And this is another argument that uh, people keep saying. Like, well, you know, they did Spider Verse, and Spider Verse is good. It's like animation and live action are two different animals. Okay. Just because yeah. Spider-Man is amazing and done under Sony animation doesn't mean the Sony live-action Spider-Man are going to be awesome, too. It's, it's still... It's a different process. Exactly. And it's... And it, yeah, that's really different, too. Like, like I... Um, I did some... I did some film stuff for a little bit, and um, I, I studied animation. I was terrible at it. Like, I would absolutely never make it. I used um, this program called Lightwave, and it was garbage. But I, I used it, and it's like animation is really hard. Like animation, like like when like that movie, like half of its charm is the art direction. Yeah. Like that's 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 why the movie looks so good. That's why everyone likes that movie. Everyone's like, oh, the feel of it's great, and all the characters are like animated differently, and like the voice acting's great. Like I like all the main actors that were in it. Um, but yeah, like, and then you had um. Lord and Miller work on the script and direct it, or did they write it? I know they directed it. Directed, I think they, but I think they have some influence in the writing as on it as well too. I'll have to check. Yeah, but it's like it's it was a culmination of a bunch of different things. Also, it's one of those things where it's like kind of like Deadpool, where it's like, ah, eh, you know, try and if it blows up, like we didn't give you that much money for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it, it it's completely different. I also think that I think Sony kind of kept out of it because they were like, yeah, whatever. You go make your animated movie, and they're like, oh no, the animated movie is really good, and they're gonna start messing with it. Uh, and it, and it, and it won an Oscar too. So, yep, best animated film. That's crazy. I can't believe it wasn't uh, Disney. It's yep. nuts. <laughs> yeah, with with the Sony deal, I, I do think they're gonna work something out. I don't think it's. I think by the time we get the next Spider-Man film, they'll have come to some kind of compromise. Yeah, there's no way that that's the end of it because uh, there's just too much money to be made there. Like, uh, no matter what hey, side you are, there's too much money. There. Dude, like, he's always thinking. He's not thinking like two steps ahead, five steps ahead. He's thinking years in advance. He's he's a businessman. He, they're gonna work something out. I think so. I don't. I don't. I don't expect this to be a thing for very long. I think. I mean, I don't know. Could be wrong. This really could be the end, but I would hope not. I think that they're going to figure out something. And it, and if it's the end, it's okay too. It's it's fine. Though. I think both sides will be fine if it's the end because you got to remember, so uh, Disney is getting Fantastic Four and X Men, so they're not running short on characters. They're going to get their prime players back with like like Wolverine. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like. Spider-Man would be nice, but they're about to get their hard hitters in. So, yeah, yeah I mean, it, it'll, it'll. I, I'm interested. I'm interested to see what's about to happen. For the, we'll make it like a prediction for the next Spider-Man movie. What do you want the next Spider-Man movie to be about, and what would you title it? Oh, you got to do the, you got to do the home thing again. I, oh. I've been trying to think of oh, names. Homeless. You already that joke so many times over the week. Yeah, because it has to be home something. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure they would think of something, but um, I want to see. I really want a Craven movie, and you saying that they're going to do a solo movie makes me kind of sad because I really want like a Craven's Last Hunt because that'd be a really cool ending to the, the trilogy. Because then you can be Craven's Last Hunt based off like okay, Spider Man's well known now, and yeah, but I would yeah, be let's, yeah. Let's, I would... let's hear your pitch. So I, I would I would do I would do um, Craven's Last Hunt. I would have um, I would have him go through like basically publicly announce, hey, like I'm gonna kill Spider Man, and there's basically nothing that anyone can do about it. Have him kill Spider Man, or at least think he killed Spider Man, and then the fact that Peter Parker is still up and around, like walking, like people will be like, oh, like I guess he wasn't Spider Man, but. 
I would I would I would find a way to basically make it so that like you can have Craven come in, he kills Spider Man, the whole city's sad about it, but he didn't really get killed because he didn't keep making the movies. And then when Spider Man really appears, it's like, oh, what happened? I don't know. You because you had to write around this this reveal now, unless you're just gonna be like, ah, secret yeah, identity. The reveal <laughs> kind of does a wrench into everything. Yeah, I would I would love a Craven's Last Hunt movie though. I would also I wouldn't mind them doing the Clone Saga eventually. Um, I think it'd be cool to do as a movie because it wasn't it was it was okay as a comic arc. I know it's really hated though, but I really like Ben Riley. So, um, but I would what, I would like a, a clone arc. What would you What would you title your Spider movie? Because you got to remember you got to keep try to keep the home uh, thing. Oh man, uh, Spider Man. Uh, uh, Home Alone. I don't know. I'm really bad. At it. <laughs> really, I've been trying to think of one. Spider-Man Home Alone Two: Lost in New York. <laughs> yeah, Home Alone Two: Lost in New York. I, I've been trying to think of one, and um, since since Far From Home came out, I was like, man, what's the third one gonna be? And it's just kind of like I have no idea what they're gonna do. I'm sure they'll keep the home theme. I don't know. Maybe they won't because they'll be like, that was an MCU thing, and like we're not them. So who knows? Yeah, if I wasn't gonna keep the home thing, because the, I think they always said the plan was like his the final movie of the trilogy would be him like doing senior year. So I would have just called it Spider Man Graduation. Yeah, I would have been fine with that. Spider Man Graduation would be fine. Scra- uh, Spider Man Spider Man uh, Home Party House Party House Party. <laughs> 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 my, my, my movie I would have uh, Ock as a villain because I think you should get Ock again and yeah I would just have him as his new mentor figure maybe maybe just have Ock as one of his teachers and yeah that's as far as I got so far you, so if they're going to do a senior year I guess that makes sense but I, I'm excited for them to get to college with him because you could do a lot with him once he moves out and he's like living in like downtown New York and everything yeah, and then you can do like Harry could be his college uh, roommate, and exactly, you can introduce them really, really like organically. Well, Chris, that's uh, it's another Spider-Man talk for one day. Thanks for thanks for coming on and sharing your love of the uh, Spider-Man. And before before we wrap up, so we talked about Spider-Man, the Spider-Man uh, side of things. Where do you think? Where do you want the MCU to go from here? Um, I, I'm excited. I, I'm exp- I'm excited that they're going to do multiverse, and I'm, I'm still really excited about the What If show. And I don't, and I think that's a, like the the least favorite thing that everyone took from um, Hall H. But the What If show is going to be awesome, and I saw some um, screen caps of it from D twenty three. But yeah, I want to see like like different versions of stuff because I like that because that's something in the comic books that you can do. And essentially, the MCU is just kind of like a live-action comic book at this point. So I'm, I'm excited for them to start exploring like new, new versions of things. So What If and the multiverse and everything. Um, I think you got to figure out a way to get Kang introduced. I think he needs to be the next, um, next big villain, like the next Thanos, pretty much. Because um, you already choose time travel, and it would be a really good segue into that to be like somebody's been messing with the time, and I'm here to like fix it. So I'm a, I'm, I want I want Kang. I want more multiverse. I want I want I want character. I don't know if I want the legacy characters like they're trying to do with Love and Thunder. Um, even though that movie is probably going to be really good if Watiti's doing it again. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for them to start exploring more than just, like, Earth and space. Like, I want to see, like, more Earths and spaces. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited where Rinsky is going. Um, my, the most, the one I'm most excited for is Thor Love and Thunder because, again, Taika Waititi just did such a great job of Ragnarok. I just want to see where he's going to go with that. The fact that they got Natalie Portman back makes me think that they... She had to. She wasn't going to come back if they were going to give her something to do. Right. Yeah. And I, hopefully she. Hopefully she does well in it because I saw Dark World. She didn't seem to really care about Dark World. <laughs> so I'm really hoping. Yeah. That. The problem is, and I, I, I love Natalie Portman. I'll just say that I love her. She's awesome. But Thank when you. she's in these like franchisee movies, mm, yeah. 
she gets bored almost. Like she's exactly, a really, yeah. really good actress, and like I, I don't think that like anything like, but she just like like with Star Wars too. Like, like as the movies went on, it's just like, ah, oh, you just like you really don't care. Like you, and that's fine. But I wish that I got somebody that did. So hopefully, hopefully she's she kills in that movie. I hope she does. And the fact that we're not going to get well, maybe still might, but Kat Dennings is going to be in the One Division show, so she shouldn't be in. <laughs> she uh, shouldn't be in Lauren Love and Thunder. So, <laughs> I mean, she, I, mean I, I love Kat Dennings too, but God, she's awful in those Thor movies. Dude, yeah, she's um, yeah, I do not like, I do not like Darcy. I just don't, I don't understand. I know BC really liked her. I was really surprised by that. Which, I mean. I get it, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, don't really, I really don't like her in the in the Thor movies. Yeah. Well, Chris, uh, put yourself over. Where can people find you? Oh, uh, I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram at to Chris Riley, T-A-C-H-R-I-S-R-I-L-E-Y. Um, that's really the only two things I still use anymore. Um, I used to have a YouTube page, but I don't know if it's really active right now, so I'm just going to talk about that. But yeah, no, Instagram and Twitter. I'm I'm post pretty frequently on both. Perfect. Well, Chris, thanks for coming on. Uh, little side note here. We actually got to go to New York in about a month, and I didn't realize it was the same week as New York Comic Con, so that'll be an amazing weekend as well, too. So looking forward to seeing you and your awesome fiancé that weekend. Oh, yeah. We have one month. All right. Yeah. I'm counting down the days. I'm so excited for that day. The trip. Yeah. Maybe actually this time you will see BC around. Maybe. I do BC better, especially if we're in New York. He, he better. Whatever. I'm going to track him down if I have to. All righty. Well, thanks again, Chris. Thanks for you guys listening, and I'll see you guys next time.